All right, welcome to the England Logistics Podcast Network. My name is Caden and I'll be hosting again today. And we are continuing to discuss the Customer Experience Initiative. And just for review's sake, we're holding this initiative to really emphasize the priority that England Logistics places on customer service and especially the customer experience. And that's a huge source of value for us. And so in attempting to really um, train our own individuals on how we can better accommodate the customers that we have, Today, we're going to be talking about another cornerstone of this customer experience, and that is going to be flexibility and business solutions, and especially giving some conversation to thinking outside of the box in terms of our customer service and being creative, which should be a pretty fun concept to explore. And as always, again, I'm pretty privileged to sit down with another two experts that we have actually within our team. These individuals are Jordan and Jason. Jordan is a logistics coach means he's primarily responsible for helping his peers to be the best sources of customer service that they can possibly be and just being excellent team members. We also have with us Jason. He's a senior account manager. and has a higher up position that especially is focused daily, almost constantly on customer service. And these are two individuals that have been providing these services for quite some time. And so to get some of their experience and to be able to take part in some of their more seasoned insights, will really be of huge value. And so with this being all said, let's go ahead and start with Jordan. Jordan, if you could just tell us a little bit about your daily responsibilities and what your day-to-day really looks like. Absolutely. Um, my day-to-day, um, it, it seems to be that it's different every single time I walk in. Uh, we are constantly problem solving, constantly clearing the path, constantly trying to uh, assist the sales reps on the team to uh, build their book of business to, to help them grow uh, both professionally and personally at times. Um, it seems that every day comes with new challenges, uh, new new barriers to cross over uh, in order for us to be successful, in order us, for us to take care of our customers and, and to continue to grow and get better. So uh, in this industry, especially, it's very fluid and it comes down to our ability to think on our feet, to be flexible, to be able to come up with solutions uh, that are best fit for the individual customers and what their needs are. That was super well articulated. I appreciate that, Jordan, especially touching on how in customer service, there's a lot of problems that require creative solutions. And so as we explore some of those different solutions today, it should be insightful. Let's go on over now to Jason. Jason, if you could also talk about your role and responsibilities. Yes, thanks, Caden. So uh, as a senior account manager, um, what's helped me get to this position was definitely a routine. I like to come in and kind of set up a certain way of how I like to approach my day. But kind of like what Jordan mentioned, it changes day in and day out. I could come in with one plan and it will change. But uh, mostly what I like to focus on is uh, being able to come in in the morning to be able to kind of go through my emails, make sure I don't have anything that uh, I need to take care of first thing in the morning, and then I'll I'll go in and reach out to all my customers, see if they have any any loads that they uh, need to work on. Um, and then after that, it's usually just prospecting. So occasionally um, each day I'll try to go out and, and help some other team members, whether it's uh, – uh, rating or um, just questions that they may have uh, where they're not as experienced but uh, still want to be able to, they're still hungry and want to be able to uh, you know make sure their customer needs are being met as well that's one big thing with my role is just trying to make sure 
that uh, my customer needs are being met and trying to grow each account daily. That's great. Thanks a lot, Jason. And as I touched on before, so Jason is somebody that is um, completely engrossed in the customer experience. And so, so to hear some of his thoughts here will be valuable just considering how frequently he has to engage in that process. And so as we enter this discussion here, first I want to talk about, let's go first to Jordan. Jordan, when we're talking about flexibility, you're working with customers that are largely internal, your own peers and teammates. When we're discussing flexibility in terms of the customer experience in your position, what does that typically look like for you and your teammates? Uh, for me, being a logistics coach, um, I think I'm uh, not as front-facing as the account managers and senior account managers on the team, right? Those are the folks that are typically in the trenches with the customer day in and day out. Um, I tend to be a little bit more behind the scenes. So on my end, uh, oftentimes I will be helping out with the rating process, or I could be uh, making sure that the invoices are getting out to the customer on time, uh, that we've got enough credit, that we are uh, really making it very seamless on the back end. A lot of people I don't think necessarily realize what goes into uh, moving freight across the country, uh, not only on the front end, but on the back end as well. So my responsibilities really come into clearing the path for the account managers, allowing them to continue to maintain the relationship and, and take care of the service that they're providing with their customer uh, while I assist on some of the back-end stuff that helps to make it really come together uh, and, and run seamlessly. I think you nailed a really significant keyword there in being seamless in that we have a variety of tasks that some of these individuals need to juggle. And in being flexible, if we can be flexible, it's a pretty enticing fruit that eventually our experience can become seamless not only for us, but for those we interact with. And so now coming back over to Jason, Jason, when you're talking to some of your customers, what are some things that you do in order to stay flexible and how can you keep this experience following from Jordan's words as seamless? Yeah. So, um, as an account manager, uh, the, you know, we offer a service to these, uh, individuals. We're trying to make sure that, uh, we're doing everything we can to, as well behind the scenes uh, and trying to handle our customers' freight as, as well as possible and trying to resolve any problems that may come across without having to bring necessarily a whole lot of attention to it so that it kind of runs smoothly, right? That's kind of how I kind of see it is we want to make sure that we're, t we're entrusted with these accounts, we're entrusted with this freight, and, you know, we want to be someone that they can rely on and, and keep coming back for more business. Um, so my, my thing is, is sometimes, sometimes the market changes, right? And, and sometimes uh, rates are higher or lower or whatever it may be. And, and being able to be flexible with the customer, because sometimes, the, I mean, we got to realize the customer can't necessarily always pay what the drivers are wanting. And so being able to come with, to a, find a, a common medium and, and give and take and work as a partnership uh, has really helped grow our book of business with each customer um, as we, and it helps us be able to move forward and be able to develop that trust that we're hoping that we can get with them. I think there's a really significant takeaway from Jason's comments in that the understanding that the relationship is more so a partnership can greatly aid your ability to be flexible because then it isn't just as rigid and it doesn't need to be completely your way where there's compromise. I think that is an integral part of being flexible. 
Now, flexibility is a concept that in a lot of ways is not super tangible. It can be really hard to understand what we mean when we're talking about being flexible in the customer experience. And so to help visualize that, I'd love to be able to open the discussion again back over to Jordan. Jordan, could you maybe talk about an experience you had where flexibility was used and that way we're able to more so understand what that looks like in a real life experience? Absolutely. Um, I mean, day in and, and day out, it seems that we are constantly learning to be uh, flexible, learning to adjust, and uh, really it comes down to being able to problem solve and make decisions on the fly. Uh, one experience I had uh, was actually a, a while back, and we had a, a customer with two loads that were picking up um, at the same location. And we actually had one picking up earlier in the morning one picking up later in the evening. Uh, so we had two trucks that we were going to be sending in. And uh, the guy who was actually going to be there later in the evening uh, was the one who ended up being available first. Uh, the guy who was supposed to be there in the morning ended up being, you know, uh, tied up at his previous delivery. Uh, they were kind of slow to unload him, trying to figure things out. So uh, we were able to actually just swap over the drivers, right? We were able to kind of have a conversation with them and even though one was running late we were still able to make it work and adjusting uh, the slots that we had given them to pick up and really be able to transition pretty seamlessly on our end uh, to make it smooth for the customer right and it's not necessarily something that they were originally aware of right it was a it was a challenge that was presented to us by a driver calling us letting us know that he was in the situation uh, we were ready to uh, recover it with the driver if uh, we need to do uh, with somebody else, right? But given the fact that we had another driver that was ready to pick up that night, he was actually empty, he was available that morning, we were able to sw switch out both of the drivers and allow both of those carriers to actually uh, stay on the loads without any issues. Uh, and everything picked up fine, everything continued to roll uh, and was, you know, really pretty uh, easy for us to make that uh, a solution for the customer without uh, too much headache, without too much of the uh, pushback of, hey, we're going to end up having to move this to a later hour and we don't have a driver that can be there right now. And it comes down to us realizing, hey, we've got these two drivers, right? They're from different companies, but we're sending them both into the same location. Let's see when he's going to be available. Maybe he'll be there uh, a little bit earlier than what we were anticipating. Uh, happened to, to work out nicely for us. So we were able to kind of save the day for the customer in that situation. Yeah, I don't think you could have shared a more ideal story um, in terms of flexibility. And I don't even know if you know that you touched incredibly well on another primary topic of ours that we're discussing today, and that's thinking outside the box. And extracting some principles from this story that you shared, you were able to identify the resources that you have, creatively utilize them and thinking outside the box and you were able to provide a solution that was both optimal for yourself as a provider of service and, of course, for that customer. And the result is, you know, inevitably satisfaction on both ends of that transaction. So thanks for sharing that. I'm going to go over to Jason. And Jason, I just pose uh, a very similar question to you that you're in your experience where your day to day tasks is primarily externally facing. What is one particular instance that you've had? where you've had to be flexible or where the principle of flexibility was especially evident? 
Uh, yeah. So I think the word flexibility is perfect. Um, I have an, a, an experience where I, you know, normally when you come in, you you get offered loads and then you you'd go find trucks for it. Where I had this um, particular experience when the pandemic hit. Uh, we had a customer that reached out to me and said that because of this pandemic, they were getting an increasement of uh, donation food into their facility and were running out of uh, spots to put them. So she she emailed me and said, hey, I've got kind of a, an interesting uh, scenario for you or a situation for you. I was hoping you could help us uh, resolve that. Uh, can you, uh, is it possible for you to be able to find us uh, some trailers, uh, some reefer trailers to be able to store and house some of these, the, this extra product in, in our warehouse. Uh, we don't know how long, uh, but we don't want this product to go bad. And so this, uh, you know, I went to, to Jordan and we discussed what, what options we could have that would help us be able to get, uh, to help this customer and, and be able to be a little more flexible, right? Because we had never, I had never encountered something like this before. And the neat thing was, is we, we reached out to our parent company, CR England, and uh, told them the situation, told them what was going on. And they were willing to offer us four trailers um, and, and we were only having to ask the customer to make sure that there was fuel in them. Um, and we were able to house those for three months over at their facility and help them during this time. And, you know, this customer, when she was first talking to me, she's like, I, I don't know what dollar price you're going to need. Just let me know what we can do and how much it's going to cost. We just can't let this food go bad. And the CR England really was able to help us out where I was able to come back to my customer and say, hey, look, I've got four trailers for you. I can leave them at your facility. There's no charge for to store them there. We just need you to make Make sure you have fuel in there and let's get everybody you know this food in there and get you taken care of and they were very grateful for that and 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 the quick response that we were able to come back with them and then for how long we were able to let them keep these trailers and she was just very very grateful and uh, that was just something that says a lot about um, you know our parent company alone but also just to help us be able to make this possible to help them you know, continue to concrete our relationship and, and strengthen that trust that they already have with us. Yeah, Jason, I so appreciate you sharing that experience um, because I think it's almost so obvious just how much of a pattern there is between those two stories that in both instances, there were resources that were available, but that took some effort to identify. And then once identified, going and actually taking the effort to utilize those resources and providing the service to the customer despite the difficulty. And Jason, in your case, especially accommodating the customer. And that experience will be particularly memorable for this individual for years to come. And there really is no greater source of loyalty than having that kind of experience with a customer. So appreciate those thoughts from both of you. And just in conclusion here, I wanna make sure as, as individuals are listening to this podcast, for those that are thinking, so where can I start? How can I start you know, in a small way where I don't have this fantastic opportunity that's readily available? How can I start being flexible in the little things in my business, you know, internally and externally? And if you could each briefly just share a thought about how would you get started in becoming more flexible? Let's one more time go back to Jordan and then we'll talk to Jason. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, just from my own personal experience at least, uh, I had to take a good look in the mirror and start asking myself some questions. 
Um, you know, I think a lot of people can come into a workplace and be very caught up in the the day-to-day world and the things that are requiring our attention. Uh, but sometimes it takes us uh, stepping outside of that and really being able to critically think and ask yourself, you know, what are some identifiable problems uh, within the business or within, you know, the process or whatever it is that you might be working on or or if it's your customer's problem uh, that they're facing, right? Not just uh, waiting for them to reach out and ask for help, but really taking initiative, asking yourself the question of, you know, what what is it that I can do to better them and to better us and to better whoever it is that you're working with, um, to be able to ask that question and, and really critically think about uh, proactive solutions, something that could benefit somebody else in the long run. Um, I, I think that the biggest place to start, uh, again, is just asking yourself the simple question, what can we do better? Uh, what can we do to solve this issue? What can we do to help somebody else? Um, I think that is something that, you know, at least here at England Logistics, we've we've carried into our culture, something that we, we pride ourselves in and, and we're able to help out, uh, you know, the, the individuals on our team, the individuals within our company, but also the people in the community, the customers, uh, the people that we're serving as well. So that's, uh, for me at least, the biggest thing. Uh, just start with asking the question, being proactive and seeing what you can do to help others. Love those elements of proactivity and taking initiative. I think really that's the root in any of our cornerstones that we discuss in these podcasts is identifying that I want to be better and helping these customers and then asking some of those questions that Jordan presented to take those initial steps. And so, again, I just want to express appreciation for both Jordan and Jason. Uh, I thought their comments were hugely insightful, and especially if you were paying attention to the steps that you can take and making sure that you're identifying resources you can use for problem solving and then taking initiative. Um, It was a privilege to sit down with two individuals that have done so repeatedly and have earned them the positions that they are currently in. And so, again, thank you so much for listening. We hope that this podcast was helpful for you.